Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode of the On The Table podcast. In case you're new around here, you're still not too sure what the podcast is all about. It's all about bringing four Christians together every week to discuss the matters which we put on the table. The aim of the podcast is to help us not only simply think Christian things, but rather how do we turn what we believe into action. So the podcast aims to answer the question, how can we take theological truths as Christians we profess and believe, and how do we apply it to our everyday life so this week at the table we have three amazing people i'll start us off with the introductions my name is toya akinoso i'm the editorial lead here at our god-given mission originally from birmingham moved to manchester a few years ago now about four or so years um main interest are sport i'm a big big chelsea fan the best team in the uk and i love reading books and watching tv series and then next we have faith Tiger Faith. I am. Um, I love to cook, to bake, and spend time with people. So that is, I guess, some of my interests. And what do you do? What do you work? I work as a um, automation engineer. And for those of us who speak English, that means. Uh, uh, development testing. <laughs> <laughs> Tech. All yeah. Right, all right. All right. Next, we have Shelley. Introduce yourself. Um, currently um, started my new job as a project support officer and wow. I'm a student which is really fun balancing the two of those <laughs> <laughs> it's been great guys um, I love reading and I do love traveling so the panorama is not doing me well um, but it's been good it's been good guys nice to meet you and last but not least we have uh, I'm Agape. Uh, I am a first-year civil engineering student. Uh, this is my second year in Manchester, though. I'm from Bradford originally, so I'm kind of local anyway. And um, my interests, I love sport as well, and definitely reading and just, just general activeness, really. Yeah. And what sport specifically? Ooh, so I do a lot of running. Okay. Um, I play football sometimes. I want to get back into basketball, and I've been looking into playing tennis as well. Amazing, amazing. Nice to meet you. Oh, so let's get to the matter which is on the table. And today we are talking about the F word. And no, not that one. <laughs> We're talking about forgiveness and the Christian perspective on forgiveness. And forgiveness is one thing that we know as Christians we ought to do, right? The Bible says it numerous times. Jesus instructs us and teaches us to forgive. His last words on the cross where Father, forgive them for they do not know what they have done. So it's not going to be a discussion about should Christians forgive. I would hope we all know we should forgive, right? Yeah. Just checking. Uh, we do, well, right? Okay, so we, we know we should forgive, but I think there's, there's this quite big disconnect between that we know we should do it, but in practicalities, it actually doesn't play out in our everyday lives. So everyone has a favorite C.S. Lewis quote. My favorite C.S. Lewis quote is, um, everyone thinks forgiveness is a good idea until it's actually time to forgive. Mm -hmm. Right, I came across this stat that said, 94% of people agree that forgiveness is an integral part to a healthy relationship. However, only 50% actually think about forgiveness regularly and actually apply it in their everyday lives. So there's this big disconnect between what we know and what we actually do. So before we even get to the discussion, what do you guys think about that? Do you agree? Do you see it in your own lives? Or do you completely disagree and you think Christians are great, Christians forgive all the time? I agree with it, to be honest. And I'm surprised it's as high as 50. Honestly, <laughs> I thought 50 is very optimistic. I girl. said, okay, 50. Um, yeah, I think, just in general, um, we say, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Like, it's very easy to say we're going to do something and then to actually action it. Um, there's procrastination, which let's not lie, a lot of us, if not all of us, 
suffer, you know, we just go through it on a daily basis. And I think that's the same with forgiveness. You know, I'm going to try to forgive them. I'm going to try to speak to them, try to actually solve this. And forgiveness, if you want to kind of get others involved, the awkwardness of it um, and the vulnerability with forgiveness as well. The intimacy, it's just so much that goes into forgiveness, which makes people say, you know what, mm -mm, that's all right. Mm. So yeah, I definitely think there is a disconnect and I still think it's lower. Percent is, is is quite high. Would you say it's much lower? Yeah, I'd say I think it is much lower. Um, I think we excuse ourselves as well. So like, say we can look into someone else's situation. Like, oh, I definitely forgive something in this mm -hmm. case. But when it comes to me, hang on a second. That was you me. know what? If that was me, <laughs> if it would happen to me, it's different. I think um, we're very like idealistic mm -hmm. in the way that we see things. But of course, we all have different. We put different values on different things. So different mm -hmm. situations are not always going to be the same. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a lot yeah, less. Yeah. Last but not least. Um, yeah, I agree as well. I think a lot of times we think we have forgiven someone, but we still hold on to a part of what they've done. And there's a level of resentment as well that we can carry around with us. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, we can say I've forgiven you. We can smile, we can like go out, we can like go to the movies together, but there's still something deep down that yeah. sometimes still remains. Um, so I, I think it's less as well. Yeah, okay, that, that, that's good. it's good to kind of get like a general uh, um, consensus of where we all are. And let's just jump, jump straight into the kind of discussion. I think there, there are kind of two main sides for forgiveness. There's one, like dealing with conflict and how when offense arises, how you interact with that situation. And then there's the other side of how do you actually then give forgiveness? How do you show someone you're, you've forgiven them? How do you have conversations with them around it? And I think we'll start on the first one. So how do you guys, or do you have a process in which when someone offends you and hurts you, what do you typically do or do you have like any stories of that if it's recently it's a couple of years ago how does it one make you feel and how do you kind of reconcile those awkward situations anyone want to go first um for me it's i okay so before what i used to do is i just keep it inside i just oh, it's fine like i don't hold grudges it's okay um you've not hurt me <clears throat> Or like I'm over it type of thing. Um, until one day, I just bursted out. I literally bursted. Um, and ever since then, I've just made a decision. Like no matter how uncomfortable it makes me, no matter how afraid I am um, of like what Shelly said of being vulnerable, um, I just message the person like, hey, can we talk? <laughs> I call you. Um, I, we go out for dinner. We go out for coffee. And um, we talk about it. I say, this is how, you know, this is what you did. This is how it made me feel. Yeah. Knowing you, um, I, I'm sure you didn't mean to, to hurt me in that way, but it did. Mm -hmm. um, and then it gives you the chance as well to explore that your behavior a bit more and, you know, uh, explain, like, you know, your intentions behind what you did. Yeah. Um, so for me, like, communications are very important. Like, yeah. I just talk about it with the person. Because if I don't... Um, I can't move forward. <laughs> I really can't um, because I'll just keep holding that thing inside of me. So I talk about it. Yeah, I love, I love the, the first thing you mentioned. I, mean, I, I don't think Christians do it enough where we think kind of forgiveness is amnesia. Like it's sweeping things under the carpet and pretending like they didn't happen. But if there's no offense, then you have nothing nothing to forgive, right? And I think, I'm not sure if it's like, like a toxic masculinity thing or it's a guy thing where I think in like historically, I would rather pretend like someone didn't hurt me. I would just kind of brush it under the rug. And eventually, as you said, it 
it just comes out sooner or later. And I think that there is kind of biblical precedent because sin hurts, like being betrayed hurts. And I think that there, there is a conversation to be had about how we allow ourselves to feel hurt and then actually address it as opposed to kind of dismissing it. So what do you guys, what do you guys think about that? Um, for me, I, yeah, I agree. Like I have the same kind of um, experience in terms of sweeping things under the rug. Mm-hmm. Um, but now what I try to do is kind of look at it from the other person's perspective mm-hmm. um, more than I can. So if I kind of look outside of myself, for example, um, and think, okay, this is what they've done to me. Mm-hmm. And then more, most of the time, I'm not actually as offended as I think I am. Yeah. So that kind of helps with forgiving is if I don't feel it as much as I need to, then that's fine. Um, but if I am, then it's like, I need to think, okay, if I was in their position, would I have done the same thing? Yeah. And if it's not uh, not the same thing, then I need to now like kind of push myself um, towards going to that person and approaching and thinking, okay, I, I don't understand why you would do that with everything that I have in my experience, yeah. but maybe you've experienced something in the past where you've done this to someone else or someone did this to you and this was the same outcome. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of seeing something from someone else's perspective because it might not have been offensive if I have, yeah, if yeah. I did the same thing to them kind of thing. Um, yeah. And just understanding really helps with forgiveness, I think. Just understanding why people do what mm-hmm. they do. Yeah. yeah, I think that's very important because it's like it's so easy to take offense, right? Um, but sometimes we actually need to be slow <coughs> to take offense and actually step back and be like, um, do how do I actually feel about this situation? Yeah, yeah. Like, I know it's supposed to be offensive, but am I actually offended? Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you ask yourself that, you're really not. Um, there have been many situations where I know people are trying to offend me, but I genuinely am not offended because yeah. I just cannot be bothered to be offended. <laughs> And I know that it's coming from a place of hurt. Like you are hurt and you're trying to hurt me. Yeah. And I'm not going to allow you to do that. Instead, I'm going to show you love and, and grace. And even when people have hurt you, um, I remember someone hurt me and they did something really, really like hurtful. And, you know, obviously it hurt. I, I processed it and I got over it. And it was their birthday. So I bought them like literally just chocolate and I gave them to the chocolate and he was like oh like why like why would you do that after everything i have done to you right and i was just like why not um why not show grace why not be kind why not be um nice to someone just because they had hurt you at one point and i think that's that's the way we look at jesus as well right like we're always like why would you die for me why would you forgive me um after everything that i have done Mm -hmm. um so i think that's a good point um, yeah, I think like most of us, I definitely have a tendency to sweep it under the rug. Um, but when I try to go, okay, you know what? Let me actually forgive. Let me actually try to forgive. What I have tried to do in the past is forgive without confronting. So I'll be like, you know what? Then there's no need for conversation with them. I'll just forgive them. I don't need to understand why they did it. You know, as a good Christian, I should just forgive and just let it go. And that that doesn't work. That doesn't work. You're just you're you're like, you know what? Why? 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 Why did you do it? And so because I, tr- yeah, I'm, I'm very. I have a. I do avoid things a lot. And so with the need to try to avoid it, I'm just like, the conversation isn't needed. But with forgiveness, you know, if you can speak to that person, if they're willing to speak, um, conversation is best starting point. Because you need, like, so I, I realize sometimes they don't realize they've offended you. Yeah. 
And I'm just like, okay, you didn't realize you did this, or I didn't realize I did that. And so I just have to kind of, kind of brave it sometimes um, and just say, you know what? This conversation needs to happen. And the longer I avoid it, the longer it's actually hurting me. Um, so I've just sometimes just, what I do, I just quick dial. I quick dial before I can regret it or quick dial before I can change my own mind and then start the conversation like that. And I think we've all kind of said that it needs to be confronted and have a conversation. What happens when there's, there's someone who's hurt you, um, but they don't want to have like a follow up conversation about it. They'd rather just kind of dismiss it. Do you still think you can forgive them without speaking to them? Yeah, I do think you can um, without speaking to them. I, I think it's helpful. But in that instance, when they don't want to speak to you, um, one, it does help to kind of. I like journaling as well. So kind of writing down feelings or even speaking to someone, don't start naming names, guys. Just like, this is how I'm feeling about something that happened. Mm -hmm. You know, how do I let it go when they don't want to speak to me, when they don't want to address it? Yeah. Because sometimes all it takes is to kind of like release that, all those bitter emotions that you have, because that's what you're holding on to. That's, you know, hindering you from forgiving them, holding on and not being able to actually release it, tell somebody about it, discuss it. Obviously, you won't get to the root because you don't know their side of it. But then speaking with someone generally helps. And then you can just be like, okay, you know what? You know, you're helping me see different perspectives, you know, possibilities of why they might have done it. It's not the real thing, but it helps. And then bringing God into it. Say, you know what, God, I've tried my hardest, you know, I cannot speak to them. So at this point, I need I need, I need you to take it off because now I've done my part. They, you know, they won't help me. So I need you. And even when they are in the, in the mix, you still need God to be like, please help me to forgive them. And I remember reading a book and, um, um, this guy, he's just like, I can't forgive this. This was like, this is horrible. This is horrendous. How do you expect me to forgive what they've done to me? And they're just like, you know what? Start from the beginning, you know? try to forgive every day say i forgive them every day even if at the beginning it's a bit of a lie you know go to god every day for that forgiveness and keep going because i think we start with i pray for forgiveness today and i've dropped it because i've prayed for it it's here we're done but forgiveness isn't actually that easy it's not that black and white what about you guys you guys have you guys had any maybe kind of incidents incidences in the past where you've you've found it particularly difficult to forgive someone because something they've done to you and you found sitting down with them didn't quite cut it and there was still some resentment there what have you guys done kind of personally to get over that or yeah in my life with that kind of thing where um i can't forgive straight away uh i feel like time helped quite a lot um just where the feelings aren't as raw kind of thing where you can now kind of see it and there's this conversations that i can't have with some people um, just to kind of um, the culture. So there's people that I can't just approach um, outright and say, you've done this and this made me feel some kind of way um, because it wouldn't be right um, culturally and it caused more problems than it would help, I guess. Um, so in that kind of sense, um, it's just kind of finding peace with it um, helps and kind of, forgive, again, praying for forgiveness. Um, if you've done something wrong on your part, um, that they may forgive you. Uh, that you can try your best to try and forgive them. So maybe the next time that you see them, yeah. you can start and open the conversation. Um, I think that, that's yeah. that's really the only thing I can 
one thing that's quite interesting, I think we've all, we've all kind of mentioned it, this idea that forgiven people forgive people, that we forgive because Christ has forgiven us, right? 2,000 years ago on the cross, he died for us, our sins were removed, um, and glory to God. And then we kind of, that's the template we're given in Colossians 3, that brethren, forgive as to Christ has forgiven you. But in the same sense, I think an argument I was kind of here is, when Christ forgives us, right, irrespective of what we've done, doesn't change the fact that we're forgiven right christ forgives us even though we sin every day he's still forgiven us if that's the template that we're given then what happens to when we have a friend a family a colleague who repeatedly kind of sins against us do we then still use that christ template that i'm going to keep on forgiving them or is there like a conversation to be had about maybe there's some people you need to cut off as the kids would say i think is the term now to cut people off so would you say there's a like a line to walk or like a tension to walk between yes i'm meant to be forgiven Yes, Christ caused me to forgive my enemies. However, I need to also guard my own peace. How do you guys reconcile those two different thoughts? Yeah, I think both of they don't go, they don't, they're not enemies, right? They go mm-hmm. together. Um, just because I've forgiven you um, does not mean that I have to stay in the situation or I have to remain your friend. Um, for me, even when I have conversations with people about the things that, you know, that I feel like has happened in our, in our relationship, it's not, it's not so much because I want to forgive you, but more because I want to restore our relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it's, so it's, uh, it's me want, wanting to ensure that we can move forward and keep going together. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I know that that's not possible, I'm still able to forgive you, um, but move on, right? Yeah. I'm still able to say, well, you're forgiven, um, but then say, but I can't carry on with this relationship, or, um, this friendship. I have to kind of, you know, remain in a place where I can stay true to who God has called me to be. Because um, mm-hmm. forgiveness is about like being, it's not just about saying you're forgiven, full stop, that's it. But it's about being um, kind towards people, yeah. being patient, being loving, right, to that person that has hurt you. Um, in order for me to be able to constantly do that, I can't remain in a place of abuse. I can't remain in a place where I know I'm constantly hurt. Um, so I think it's okay to to walk away if you need to. Mm-hmm. But I guess to throw that back at you is because if if again if again we look at if if God's forgiveness is our mandate and our blueprint, God doesn't treat us that way. So God doesn't cut us off or God doesn't distance Himself from us, irrespective of our abuses towards Him. He stays in. He's he's is in the middle of our mud, in the middle of the fight with us. So if God doesn't leave or forsake us, in in our relationship with God, and that's what we're meant to extend to others, how then is it okay, or is it okay to then do the same to other people and to distance yourself from them if God doesn't do that to us? How do you walk that? And that's not just for you, for, for everyone else as well. If anyone has any thoughts on that. <laughs> Sorry, we were just looking at each other. I don't know who was speaking, but I think um, we have to look at, um, you know, we have a relationship with God. And I think when it comes to people in our lives, friends, you know, no acquaintances, you really just have to examine the relationship that you have with that person. Once I've forgiven you and say that I cannot be in your, you know, I cannot be in your presence or I cannot have the same relationship with you doesn't mean that we don't have a relationship. Our relationship, um, the, you know, the level of intimacy between us has changed. You know, the level of interaction has changed. You know, I can't be close to you, but like when I see you, I'm not going to fully ignore you. It's not, it's not like that. 
But like if you were my close friend and then, you know, there's betrayal and then there's no change in your behavior, you know, I'm going to restrict your access to me. Um, so our relationship, the dynamic has changed. Yeah. But then I haven't, you know, as this culture say, I haven't canceled you, you know, we can, you know, we can still be out there acquaintances at, at this point, you know, we can still be um, together in the body of Christ. I will still show you love. Like if you need my help, you know, and I can offer and I can help you, mm-hmm. I will help you. You know, if you need prayer, I, I will pray for you. It's just the dynamic um, of our relationship that's changed. It's not me letting you go. So it is still like Christ. Christ's relationship with every single person is individual. So in the same way with people we interact with. There's an individual, you know, relationship with each and every single person. It's just different. So when I forgive one person and, you know, their distance needs to be had, I don't think I'm cutting you off because once again, you have access to me. It's just limited access or, you know, different access than before. But when that happens, I have not, let's say, fully dropped you. So I do think it is possible to forgive and kind of distance. It doesn't mean I'm cutting you off. Yeah. And that's a really good point as well. Like that. It's the point that you, you can never not have a relationship with someone. You just relate to them differently, but you still have a relationship. It yeah. just it might just look slightly different, um, but you can't quite get rid of that. And that, that that's a very relevant point. Agape, did you want to say anything on that? I thought you opened. I mean, um, I was looking to kind of say the same, similar, very similar thing. Like you can kind of love someone from a distance um, because again, God does call us to love our friends. And we, there's more kind of, I mean, you need to love your enemies. Not that people who you can't forgive or, do wrong to you are your enemies um but you need to forgive them equally as well and love them equally um because there's more merit in loving your people that don't love you the same um and i think it's just yeah loving from a distance keeping the relationship alive you know and no resentment to the point where they think you at least they feel like they're forgiven Mm -hmm. and can act differently towards you but you know so what happens when you've kind of you made the decision the act of give this person however there's just some resentment in your heart i'm ridiculously petty right i i love to win i need to get my own back and when we forgive it's almost kind of advocating your right to get even so what happens when like okay i really want to forgive this person however i'm still kind of struggling to get rid of this kind of animosity or resentment that's in my heart i'm trying i'm praying to god every single day i've had a conversation with this person we're cool but i can't quite forget how you made me feel and i still feel a certain type of way about it what do you guys do in those kind of situations then mm. i mean for me like it's tricky because like in that situation I'm, I'm the same i'm petty like i'm, ah, I'm so petty bro, like <laughs> certain things but i mean you just have to find um within yourself like again if you're going to see them every day you need to accept it so mm-hmm. you need to get to the point where you can forgive them because it's going to hurt the relationship and it can get worse before it can get better kind of yeah. thing. So it's just maybe li- leaving the little things out and then you have to kind of, again, as I was saying before, distance yourself. Um, if it's as big as you think it is, then mm-hmm. maybe it's more of a, of a problem than, sh- than you're thinking it is right now. Mm-hmm. But it's usually the other way around. It's not as big as you think it is right now and it won't be. Will, will you care in a week's time, uh, a year's time, a, a month's time? It won't matter. So, yeah. Yeah. I think um, one thing to look at in this instance is our actions because, you know, I won't say I'm a petty person. Um, I I have a lot of petty thoughts. (laughs) I'm not going to admit to it, guys. Don't even look at me like that. (laughs) Um, But um, 
in those times when I feel like resentment, like you, I will have a thousand ways of which I can be petty to you when I see you next. Mm. And they will roll. I'll be like, you know what? Next time, next time, next time. It's horrendous. And I really do pray mm-hmm. to God. And in these instances, I think it's really important to not act on it. So like when I see them next, I'm just like, ah, when I tell you, I'll try to show extra love instead. Yeah. I will try to resist that petty with everything I have. So when I want to be petty, I'm just like, you know what? Let's not. And one thing I think helps is actually praying for them. The more you pray for someone you don't want to pray for, yeah? <laughs> um, because I think uh, when someone hurts us and we hold a lot of resentment, um, you start seeing them as, you know, not a child of God, kind of. You're kind of just like, you know, they don't deserve this love yeah. because, you know, they're, you know, look at them. They didn't treat me with love. So you kind of start looking at them as not a child of God as you are. So when you pray for them and pray for them, you're recognizing them as a child of God. You're seeing them in their identity just as you are a child of God, someone who is deserving of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of times we're tired of praying for people. We're just like, I don't want to pray for you anymore. And I've I've been praying for a month and and nothing's changed. That consistency is going to produce results eventually. Mm -hmm. Like if you're exercising um, to lose weight, like sometimes you won't see, you won't see, you know, your end result until like three years. So that consistency is needed. So I think praying for them and, you know, the way you act towards them, regardless of how you want to act towards them, um, will really help. Yeah. So resisting that petty urge and going to God and say, God, please, you know, help me to forgive them. And God, I pray that you bless them and doing kind acts to them as well. Like when you kind of resist your actual desire to be rude and be petty and you do the opposite, like your heart changes towards them as well. Yeah. I hear you, I hear you. Um, I think for me, the, the danger with the way I am is, um, I struggle to forgive when I don't recognize that I need to forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've not, I don't recognize that there's pain there, that this person has actually hurt me. Um, so it's like, it's like buried inside um, in a way that, oh, m- like my mind's telling me everything is fine, everything is okay, but my actions and even the way I, I just am around them is very different and it's not in a way that is that is loving it's not in a way that is um that shows that oh yeah. i i actually want to be around this person so um it's, it's very important for me to always reflect I, I i reflect a lot to reflect and to to actually ask myself questions like oh how do you actually feel about like this and that um for me to recognize if there is hurt there mm-hmm. and then when once i've recognized that um to be honest, not to sound extremely Christian, but <laughs> I just rec- I just believe that everybody, everybody's done something that needs forgiven, right? Yeah. Um, I've hurt people before, and they've forgiven me. Um, people have hurt me. I forgive them. Mm-hmm. Is is really that simple? And and one of my like favorite verses, or like the part of a verse in Romans twelve, it says, "In view of God's mercy," and I always remember that, like remembering what God has done for me, literally, I'm just like, okay, well, it hurts, yes, but I have to learn to move on. Yeah. And I think unforgiveness, it, it, it really usurps God from the thrones of our hearts. Oh, yeah. Because when we don't forgive, really right, it's just sitting there and God can't dwell in that place. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really need to learn that our eyes need to be fixed on God, right? Because he's the truth. When we, when we see the one that forgives, we're able to forgive yeah. too. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, you, you're, you're so right on, on that point. I think w- when we're sinned against, the way we're offended against, we kind of forget our own personal sin, right? And, but the truth is we have more in common with the person who offended us <laughs> than, than we think because we've yeah. done it in the past. We've offended yeah. other people. And more ultimately, we've offended God numerous, numerous amounts of time. And I also love what you, you said about kind of acknowledging your hurt. I think what's amazing about Christianity and it's what really separates Christianity from every other world religion in the earth is that we serve a God who knows what it's like to feel. Like Jesus came down on the earth for 33 years, walked in human flesh, and there is no kind of um, aspect or facet of life which Jesus experienced that we do not experience. So if if I'm feeling lonely, Jesus knows what that felt like. If I feel betrayed, Jesus knew what that felt like. He was betrayed too and what's amazing about jesus is uh, as the writer in hebrews would say we don't serve a high priest who's unable to empathize with Mm. us who's unable to understand our our weakness jesus has a unique understanding of how we feel and so we can go to him with our feelings our feeling of hurt lay them at his feet and he he, he can give us a rest but i think again it's one of them things that you can believe like in your head and it sounds nice that jesus can take my hurt he can deal with my hurt but practically speaking it's so difficult when You've been betrayed by a person over and over again, and I know I need to extend grace and mercy to them. But it is just, it, it, it's quite hard to, to say that quite, quite, quite bluntly. And I think another thing I've been thinking about recently is that how do you know when you've forgiven someone? Like, it, like how do you know I've done enough things? Of, or is it just like a decision in your head that I choose to forgive, therefore I've forgiven? Or is there a way you can tell in yourself when you realize, okay, I think I've forgiven this person and I can move forward. When, when does the penny drop for you? I think when I see them or think of them and there are no negative emotions, that's them. Because I know, I know when I, I haven't forgiven someone because when I see you, the first thing I think about is what you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be like, okay, okay, yeah. Shelly, this still needs to be addressed. <laughs> um, so when I when I think of you or when I see you and there's, there's no, you know, flashbacks or there's no, um, boiling up of negative emotions or, or, you know, I'm just thinking good of you or of good things for you. I'm just like, okay, that's good. That's good. There's no more resentment getting from A to B though. Hmm. But yeah, uh, that's when I know when there are no lingering emotions, no, not nothing left. If there are any emotions that are positive, you know, they're things that, you know, reflect God's love. Then for me, it's when you kind of stop half swiping the messages, you know, like well, I'd go, but I don't want to go kind of thing. I'll, I'll look at it in two hours. I think when you just like, when you can meet up with them, maybe, well, maybe not now, but like, um, or you can just talk to them in a way like, I'm not, I don't feel like I need to treat you differently because of what you did to me. Mm-hmm. That's when I think you've kind of reached that point of forgiveness. Yeah, I think for me, it's like a mixture of both. It's the being able to be around you and we have a good time. Um, When I think of you, I don't think of what you did. Um, I'm able to have positive emotions towards you, Um, positive thoughts. um, That's when I know. people have said is that forgiveness is an active thing that you choose to do i used to think it's like a passive thing that like it it happens and eventually i'll just forgive them but that doesn't happen you have to choose and like purposefully chase after forgiveness and 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 run towards it so i guess kind of just just to round up what lasting bit of advice would you give to that person who's struggling to forgive someone who's kind of deeply hurt them or the circumstances might be quite difficult they're really struggling they really want to forgive however 
it's just proving to be a lot more difficult than they thought. What would you say to that person who's listening to this who might kind of need a bit of encouragement? Mm. Um, I think definitely to to pray about it. 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't, because at the end of the day, we're not supposed to be able to do it within our own human nature anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God knows that it's hard for humans to let go of things. It's hard, it's hard for us to not feel emotional about things that have happened to us. So to pray that you can um, kind of receive, sorry, give that uh, forgiveness and also receive forgiveness because you don't know what you've done to them in the past yeah. mm. that may have caused them to do this to you. There's a lot of things that could have happened in the lead up, maybe small things that you haven't realized or something. And maybe when you go and confront that person, they come back at you with yeah. something similar. Yeah. So I'd say definitely um, praying and just being open to the conversation that you need to have with that person. Mm. Yeah. Um, I would tell them that forgiveness takes time. You know, forgiveness takes time. It's not simple. Sometimes it might be, but forgiveness a lot of time takes time. So if you're struggling um, to forgive, don't give up on trying to forgive that person. Don't say, you know what, I've tried and I'm just going to hold on to this unforgiveness. Keep trying. Uh, even if it's until your last breath, do not forget that I still have this in my heart. Keep praying about it. Keep um, showing them love in any way that you can. Keep keep at it, really, until you reach that point of 100% forgiveness. Yeah, um, I would say that communication is very important. It's really good to talk about things. I would also say um, never assume the worst without talking about it first. Yeah. Um, and I'll also say, um, let the peace of God rule in your hearts, like as in let it rule you, um, rather than your emotions, your feelings and all of these other things that, that we encounter in life. And I do hope that offers a sense of encouragement and richly blesses you guys listening. Thank you to our amazing guests. Um, thank you guys once again for, for, for tuning in. And make sure to like, to comment, to subscribe, wherever you're watching this from, be it Spotify, Apple, um, Google Podcasts. Apparently that's a thing now. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll catch you guys next week. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>